This is the Multifamily Podcast, your source for the latest information, trends, interviews, tools, and techniques that will help you succeed in the multifamily housing industry. And now, here are Ron Ruiz, the CEO of Apartment SEO, and Ramel Anakin, the president of The Relationship Difference. The Multifamily Podcast starts now. Hello, hello. Welcome again to the Multifamily Podcast. I am here. I'm Ron Ruiz. I am here joined with the Jedi himself, <laughs> Mr. Ramel Anakin. That's right. Using the Force. Yes. Using the Force, baby. The Force is with us tonight, guys, <laughs> or today. So get ready for a great uh, episode here. Really yeah. excited about this one. I think we can talk, over-talk this. Oh, absolutely. Still not know enough. So, Ron, good to see you. Likewise. Man, how was your weekend? Ah, uh, you know, always busy. How was yours? Yeah. Oh, let me let me tell you. Yeah, just look alone. If you guys saw this guy's look, I think he has a story to tell us. Okay, let me tell you about. Let me tell you about my weekend. So my my wife was in a wedding for a, a good friend of ours, ah. and so the venue was this gorgeous location, you know. And if, if you know Ron and I, we live in 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 Orange County, California. It's gorgeous. It's you know, not a bad place to call home. We, we are we are lucky to to live here. And so this place was um, located on a hill overlooking a harbor. You know, wow. the Pacific Ocean, just absolutely Beautiful. phenomenal. So we were excited about going to this. My wife was in the party. I was a guest. And so as we're pulling up, I'd never gone to this place before. Super excited. We see it and go, oh, my gosh, this is going to be yeah. great. Great views. Great, yeah. And then we walked in the front door. And that was it. Oh, oh it was it was downhill from every part of this wedding just sucked. Really, you know, and so <laughs> to, to say blank, yeah. yeah. I mean, just man. Okay, so so here's the deal. So it was a it was supposed to be an outdoor wedding, and it rained over the weekend. Oh yeah, right? last weekend. Um, California got rain, guys. It rained yeah. in July. Yeah, and so let me just tell you, like it was like this place, which is known for having weddings, had never done a wedding before. Oh, like ever? Oh, like ever. It felt like this. Like, I was just as a guest. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It, 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 it's an iconic place for yeah. weddings. Okay. Those... You know? Because of the view, the location, and all this. And so every part of that, like, so for example, the, you know, they set it up outside. Apparently, they were supposed to set up a tent in case the weather went bad. Well, we showed up. There's no tent. Right? It, but it's raining pitchforks. <laughs> right. No, and it really did rain this day. Oh, my gosh. We, it was crazy. Down right? I mean, it was. Yeah. there's flooding. Parts of the interstate got washed away. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. You know, and so it was this. So then about 30 minutes to go before the start of the ceremony, um, I was talking to someone who is an event planner. And so I see her get pulled into, like, the where the wedding is going to be. And, and from what my wife told me later, it was the bridesmaids that had to come up with plan B. Because wow. this, this side... their wedding coordinator? Uh, wedding coordinator was just, like, either MI... I mean, she was there, but not a, not a help. Oh. You know, so apparently she showed up late for a couple things, so it delayed the pictures. Then they had no plan for what, what they were going to do... To recover. To recover yeah. in the event of rain. And we knew for at least four or five days that rain was in the forecast. It rained a lot the day before. Yeah. So they had no plan 30 minutes before the wedding. When the, the wedding party was trying to, you know, do their thing... They were kind of getting resistance. We're getting attitude from the staff. You know, um, they, all of the guests, we got we got pushed into, um, the, they, well, they told us, hey, hang out at the, the bar area. Tank. The holding tank, yes. <laughs> so, you know, now I got to admit. Not a bad place to be. No, the bar is a good place to be. Chaotic. Yeah. But we go there, and they have no plan for, again, it was like they, they didn't think that, you know, these people at a wedding might want to have an adult beverage. Oh, uh, sure. 
I mean, crazy thought, yeah, right? Especially Someone, when it's a, a stressful day. Yeah, you know, yeah. like they had no idea. So they were giving us attitude because there were so many of us. For ordering a drink? Yeah, just because there were so many of us. Wow. You know, okay. so there were only two bartenders behind. I remember one person in front of me, he really wanted a mojito, which did sound fabulous, yeah. let me say. And the bartender said no. Like it was going to take too much time to do that. And she was stressed. When I asked her to close out my bills, she said, no, you're, you're going to have to come back in 10 minutes. Like, oh, one of those, yeah. Just overwhelmed. So they had no planning here, no this. The food was late. We had to ask for water. When we asked for water, we got an attitude about water. We heard the staff. Oh, there's a driver mouth. <laughs> Not that day. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it was it was so interesting. Like, everything about it. I heard the wait staff venting about us in front of uh, us. That's the word. I hate you know? that kind of customer and then, service experience. Oh, my favorite is, like, the, the waitress comes around and you hear the, you know, that loud sigh. And, in fact, one of them said, well, you know, everyone has just been really mean to us. You know, and so they were sharing the this. Staff said the staff said, said that, that to, one of, to one of the people at the, uh, the, one of the groomsmen at the head table. I mean. Oh. Like, all around, it was just this... That poor bride, or the wedding party. I mean, we felt couple. so bad. Now, the good thing is they Did got she get her married. Oh, they, <laughs> they, she they, wanted, hopefully. Someone brought her, like, a, a bottle of wine yeah, or something, good. and she tanked that wine. Yeah, for sure. But I, we did. You know, my wife and I felt awful for her. Now, the good thing, again, they got married. That was the important part of it. Sure. They were surrounded by friends and family, so they knew what was important. But still, here was this day. She was already disappointed because of the rain. And then and you, no tent. No tent. Then you add this experience of this 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 place just seemingly not being prepared. So it wasn't isolated either. No, I mean just like. everything overwhelmed. Everything about it. It was it, it. What it felt like to me as a guest. It was as if all of us just knocked on their front door. Oh, you know, like like we surprised. Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like. Oh, like yeah. they said, "Well, okay, I guess come on in." Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and that's what if so the whole, that doesn't happen in our industry. No, right? no, <laughs> <laughs> we just lock the door early and you put the sign up. That's like the five p.m. Uh, uh, tour, right? Oh yeah, five fifty oh. p.m. tour. Oh, <laughs> the five fifty. Okay, so I know this is so awful to say. What I loved was when it would get dark. In the fall and winter, uh, and you could tell people, I am so sorry. Our rules <laughs> and our insurance regulations prevent us from touring after dark. I can't take you out there. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but it was. I know we felt bad the for the Jedi bride. I just admitted that. I know. Oh, I can. I know. Let me tell you. Yeah. No, There's so much. And they've done that anyways. I, I think that's why, you know, I I relate to something. Because I did. I, I thought all the things you're not supposed to think. Well, you know what? I did. Maybe that's where you were so yeah. in tune in. That's kind of a question yeah. I have for you for the weekend story was... Was it isolated, or were you just so in tune to because you've been in customer yeah. service all your life? That's a good question. You know, like I actually looked at their Yelp ratings, and the Yelp ratings were not bad. I mean, but I mean, if the yeah. bridesmaids themselves have yeah. to get involved, that's not. Yeah, isolated. that's not. No, exactly. It's it's like, like, yeah, we're exactly. trying to resolve yeah. this so that way our 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 girl, yeah. you know, doesn't yeah. have to get involved in, on her in, wedding day. In fact, what I heard was a lot of people were venting about it. Guests, mm. the people in the bridal party. I mean, so in terms yeah. of isolation, everyone. In the party, experienced some kind of something yeah, with this. Like we could all it. see it. It was yeah. just, it was just bad all around, and I felt bad. You know, it was it was this day that's supposed to be, especially a wedding, right? It's supposed to be hugely exciting and amazing. Sure. And you only get you know, hopefully one chance. Yeah, to do it, right? you know, it, it's the one day that, that everything's about you, and it right. felt like that wasn't, wasn't about, yeah. what how the staff there was approaching it. Wow, maybe they resent weddings. Maybe. <laughs> You know, they're bitter. Bitter, I they're say. Bitter, yeah. 
I'm sure that check was cash, though. Good point. Yeah. I know. We said, well, yeah. you know, you, you should ask about some kind of refund here, you know, yeah. because the experience was just, you know, here's the thing, you know, with the, with the snow, oh, snow, geez, can you tell? I, yeah. I used to live in Colorado, guys, yeah. so. Um, rain. With the rain and with that, you know, you would have understood, there's nothing you can do about that, but the fact that they had no plan, they were overwhelmed, they were venting in front of us, they forgot who the customer was. For sure, for sure, yeah. You know, and, and so that's what it, it, that was, so that was my weekend, that was my experience, and I guess it segues a little bit, we're going to talk about. Customer service. Cu- yeah, yeah. You know what's interesting is I think it's all about how you recover. Things happen. Mm. Forces mm-hmm. of nature happen. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, clearly, in their defense, in California, yeah. perhaps they weren't prepared because we don't get rain. We we have like rain dances <clears throat> every day lately to recover, recover from this oh, drought. Sure. But um, to your point, yeah, everything that uh, they could have done after, yeah, could have been better. Mm-hmm. So how do we do that? That is a good question. And and so for for people on site, you know, these things. You might have someone show up to move in, and you forgot to tell them they need renter's insurance. Right. You know, or you move in. I mean, I'm, has this ever happened to you? You walk into the apartment the morning of to do your last inspection, and it looks like a bomb went off in yeah. there. You know, like you just, what happened? I mean, those yeah. kinds of things. Or someone gets a rent increase letter. Now they're upset about their experience. The elliptical doesn't work. There's dog right. poop everywhere. I mean... They start, yeah. Yeah. They start creating the customer service yeah. issues that you didn't yeah. realize you had. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's huge. You know, there's there's this number, Ron, that Doug Miller at Satisfax often says. He says 60% of residents move out for reasons that are controllable by the on-site team. Wow. You know, and now That's they huge. might not always tell them that. Yeah. Right? They might, because, you know, residents, well, most of them, right, want to be nice. They want to be friendly. They, they may not want to tell you. I think you guys are morons. Right. You know, they might say, well, we're moving across town. or Right. You know, but 60% of moveouts are based on things that are controllable. Wow. Think about the money that's lost in that, you know. Oh, man. Cost of turnover. Yeah. And yes, even though we're in the market of raising rents right now, I mean, you still have to spend some money to yeah. make that money back, right? So what would you say, Ron? I mean, you, you've been in the industry a long time. You, you own your own company, too. So you have to keep clients... Mm-hmm. Happy clients across the country. Happy. Everybody loves this remote. Um, we have no problems. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they're absolutely amazing. Yes. No one complains. Uh, so, what would you say? I mean, you know, you talked about you know we, we, we've talked about customer service. We're going to elaborate a little bit more, but in terms of the recovery, so if you have a situation like this on site, maybe different, but in in the same way where there is a resident who's unhappy, who's totally unsatisfied, it's well, what would you recommend? Well, I, th- I mean, customer service issues come up in different aspects of the rental process. You know, I believe that it, your first impressions speak oodles in our industry, right? Yeah. We um, we kind of were talking offline about the fact that in our industry, you have to talk to me as a leasing agent or a frontline mm-hmm. person to even see anything that I have to offer, yeah. you know, an apartment or the grounds or whatever. So I think that the your first impression of your of with starts your relationship really. Some residents, believe it or not, will continue to still live with you even though they didn't like you in the beginning, uh-huh. or maybe they don't like you when they get a no. rent increase. But one of the things that I continually in um, um, bring to our team is whenever we are faced with an issue, right? Sometimes we get an email. Oftentimes it's in the form of an email because of our business nature. But on the site level, sometimes it'll be just them stomping in your office, right? Sometimes I believe that you need to really just stop. You got to stop and listen. What is yeah. really going on here? What is the issue at hand? So, kind of your point with the wedding is, you know, the wedding coordinator 
could have just stopped and, li- and listened to what was going on. Mm-hmm. Perhaps tried to come up with a uh, solution at that point if things were out of her control with the rain and yada yada. Then not make excuses. That's important. Oh yeah. But yeah. also um, the it seems like you had multiple uh, interactions that where they all could have taken this advice, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to stop and assess the situation. I think you really need to reassess and see what things of their issue is in your control. Because the, the reality is that not always is what they are demanding mm-hmm. in your control, right? Yeah. Your, a wedding is different. We're paying for a perfect day. Yes. I don't know whatever that costs yeah. today, but whatever that looks like, it needs to be perfect to me, right? Let alone to my guests. Yeah. And then you need to take action. So you need to really identify like what is in your power and be honest. There's nothing you can do or say that's going to remove some of the issues yeah. at hand. <laughs> yeah. But what you do say and do can really make or break the situation. No. Again, your point about that, you know, oh, yeah. him and high and oh. over like, oh, you need a mojito. How do you yeah. make one, you know, or whatever. Yeah. It sounds like, I mean, I and I really take this to heart for our company because I believe that it starts with leadership. And mm-hmm. even though a lot of times on these podcasts we talk about the front line yeah. because it truly, they truly are the ones that, are, you know, make or break a lot of our success. I believe that management needs to be in tune to the scenarios that happen. And be able to te- to coach your team through. Yeah. Let's be honest, not everybody is like a Jedi that knows customer service and teaches it daily yeah. for a living. And I think that they need to either understand uh, like coping skills, really. How do you cope with an angry resident? How do you yeah. how do you address the situation that you yourself have no control over, right? Again, one of my favorite things in this industry is it is what it is. Sometimes you have to spell that out in the most politically correct way uh-huh. possible, right? Or not so politically correct behind the doors. (laughs) You know, it's true because I think one of the things, you know, and we were talking about this as we were prepping for the show is, you know, one of the questions you asked me when I was telling you about the wedding off air was, hey, why do you think that happened? And so I think the question I would pose to both of us is, um, you know, we've been to enough classes that we hear, you got to give good customer service. You got to give good customer service. But when we don't give good customer service, or if someone's listening online, or, or someone's managing a team or a portfolio, uh, what are some things that you've noticed? You know, when people don't give good customer, or what are some of the reasons why some of the people on site or at the corporate, whatever it is, aren't giving good customer service in this industry? I think, I mean, again, I think a lot of times it comes down to coping. I think it comes down to uh, internalizing some of this issue. Like, why are you yelling at me? I didn't do it. I didn't give you the red increase. Uh, (laughs) My boss did, and she's right there. Go talk to her. Yeah, Yeah. her office is right now. So coping, I mean, um, because it is difficult on site, isn't it? You've got to remove yourself from the situation. Yeah. Personally, in my life, like emotional intelligence uh, Uh world, I always look at everything in my life, literally, from traffic conditions to things like that. Like, what is currently in my control? That's one of the things that I do. You know, if you have a resident yelling at you, and I honestly, I I, I take this to heart. I tell people oftentimes than not, because I feel like I grew up in this industry, uh, that it, uh, I learned so much, everything I know in property management. Because yeah. you do have those residents that are, you know, our, our customers in property management live with us. Whereas they you do. go buy a car or yeah. you go to a restaurant, you don't live with these people. They don't live with you. Mm-hmm. Our, our customers live with us. So there's more chances of us growing up by default, by not yeah. even trying really, than not. I, and again, we do things to, uh, to upset them. 
like raise their rent, tow their cars, tell them to be quiet, yeah. you know, tell them where their dog can go poo-poo and they can't go poo-poo, you know, <laughs> clean up the poo-poo, in fact. <laughs> I mean, no. we are constantly poking yeah. our customers, yes, we and are. we're also trying to smile yeah. and be like, love me, how yeah. are you? Love where you live. Right, yeah, love where yeah. you live, yeah, yeah. the quotes. Um, but anyhow, I think that uh, it really just comes down to, like, what do you have control over? How do you address, yeah. how do you cr- maintain the rules yeah. that, that you need to maintain sure. order in a... 400, 500, mm-hmm. 200 unit property, whatever yeah. it is. Think about how many residents, customers yeah. you have living with you at that moment. You're bound to make a mistake or two, yeah. or they're bound to just, by maybe they're having a bad day, uh, have an issue with whatever you're trying to manage. That is that is good. You know, I mean, because it's true. You, you walked everyone through some really good steps with that because it is. It's, you know, at the end of the day, what, what we do is you're serving those people. I mean, they pay. They pay the rent. You know, they pay our salaries. Even the people you can't stand. Yeah. Friends, we had so much stuff to cover that uh, we're going to keep the conversation going next time. So please tune in for the next episode of the Multifamily Podcast, where Ron and I finish our conversation on customer service. You've been listening to the Multifamily Podcast. To learn more about Romel Anakin, visit RelationshipDifference.com. For more information about Ron Ruiz, visit ApartmentSEO.com. And join us next time for the next episode of The Multifamily Podcast.